0: Movies are a thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie related tangents we decide to venture off onto.
1: Hello and welcome to Movies are a Thing. My name is John.
0: And I'm Travis. And here are the movies premiering this week.
1: But before we get there, Travis. Yes, sir. Hello. Hi. How was your week? And did you watch any movies? Oh well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um, what a quinky dink. Uh, I did watch a movie. Um, I didn't watch anything else except for the movie that you and I saw. So uh, I'd say let's just get into it.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, we did go see Avatar. We did. We did. Uh, and there was like nobody in the theater, which was kind of
0: weird, but. Yeah, considering I was expecting it to be full in there, and right. it, was, it was pretty empty, and I was surprised.
1: It was. It was. So, now that you have seen it... Yes. Did you end up re-watching the first one? I didn't. <gasps> Travis!
0: And you want to know why? <laughs> why is that? I just don't care anymore. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I did... Like, okay... Like, I liked I liked Avatar the, the Way of Water. I liked it, but it didn't blow me away. The, like, it was, the movie, above all else, is beautiful, but the story is sort of lackluster and the action is lackluster. The best part is the whale.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. And I know, I know we kind of discussed it, too, while we were at, yeah. you know, right after the movie. Uh-huh so i I was kind of thinking about it and like immediate reaction after the movie was that some of it looked just amazing and other parts of it looked kind of janky i guess you would say
0: yeah it was it was nowhere near the quality of what they put out a decade ago well see like that's the thing is
1: i'm wondering if those scenes specifically would have looked better in 3d that's
0: a good i wonder I wonder,
1: I wonder. Because it, it kind of had that, that weird flickery thing happening. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when there's like a 3D movie that's been put back into 2D, mm-hmm. where it's like a weird flickery kind of motion. Right, right. That I'm wondering if that's actually what was causing the the weirdness that we were kind of noticing at that point mm-hmm. in time.
0: That could very well be. And I, I know I want to go back... And I want to watch it in three D because it might be better, and that's my second attempt of me trying to maybe salvage this movie. But I I just thought it was just okay in my opinion.
1: So funny story, yeah. This weekend, I did go to see it again. Did you really? Oh my! I did. Uh, I had some some family around, and uh, well, let's just say the nephews wanted to go see it too. So I, I you know I couldn't say no to them, right? Sure. So we went to go see it again. Okay. Okay. And funnily enough, we sat in the exact same seats. Uh, uh,
0: at the same theater? At the same theater. <laughs> Amazing. Okay.
1: Uh, but uh, I I enjoyed it more the second time around. Did you really? Okay. I did. I did. All right. Uh, but like I told my sister, if I have to watch the next one three times, I'm out. <laughs> Uh, but, <laughs> uh. but no, like, okay, so here's the thing. So the first time that, that I saw it, I tried to plan ahead. I did my best, but I still failed and basically not even halfway through had to, had to, had to, you know, had to use the bathroom, but I didn't want to use the bathroom. So I held it. Okay. Which just made it an uncomfortable experience throughout the rest of the movie. Sure especially with all of the running water. Uh, Right. (laughs) So this time I was able to, you know, I was able, I was able to leave the theater without worrying too much about missing anything because I had already seen it. Right. And because of that, I was able to immerse myself into the movie more. I was able to uh, basically be more in the story. Okay. And I feel like that, that definitely helped
0: Oh, perfect. Okay.
1: Um, I did, after, after we had seen it, I did see a criticism of it that I feel is very valid. And I feel like kind of explains at least my feelings toward it the first time I watched it. Okay. And that is that uh, with Avatar 2, even though it is, it is literally over a decade since the last movie was released, mm-hmm. there was no kind of recap of the original story there wasn't not at all (laughs) it just kind of immediately threw you in and then just put in a bunch of these you know story beats Mm -hmm. with like one sentence and it was just one right after the other so i feel like that will kind of put a lot of people off of the movie unless they go to see it more than once
0: so i wonder if it would also be beneficial to go back and rewatch the first one before you see number two
1: yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like that would definitely help as well. You know, basically watch the first one, uh, you know, a day or two or, you know, within like a week of watching the second one, just mm-hmm. so that it's, it's fresh in your memory. Right. Okay. That, that's kind of my, my thoughts after seeing it another time is that I did enjoy it more the second time around.
0: Okay. Well, I, I did find myself when I was watching it with you that like, That I felt like watching it, watching the first, the first one before watching this one would have been beneficial because they do just throw you in right away without giving you any sort of recap Mm -hmm. of what Mm -hmm. happened. And that would have helped a lot because it's like what like I forgot a lot of the characters and like what happened and all this and that and it's just like oh it would have helped a lot to have seen the first one again
1: absolutely absolutely and Mm. I mean if you do have Disney Plus it is on Disney Plus so
0: perfect okay there is that well good deal
1: (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah no it was it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun I gotta go hang out with my you know gotta go watch another movie with my movie watching buddies so nice and by that I mean my nephews uh (laughs) shout out to them nice nice
0: well good uh, i'm glad you had a good time
1: i did i did uh but what do you say we uh hop right into some movie news then let's do it all right well first things first is another big movie franchise uh dc and how uh there's a lot of things happening now now that the new uh James Gunn and Peter Safran, heads of the studios, are in place. I guess you would say. So, I guess first things first. We have the Flash movie coming up that hasn't been released yet, right? Mm-hmm. Apparently, there have been two cameos that have been cut from the movie. This okay. is this is just you know reports that this is happening, and that is that Superman and Wonder Woman have been left on the cutting room floor.
0: Of course. Okay.
1: Uh, But I mean, we kind of went over the Wonder Woman thing last week, but it's sounding more and more like they aren't going forward with any of that kind of stuff, which is unfortunate. Uh, And the other one being Superman, Henry Cavill is out as Superman.
0: That's too. He's such a good Superman.
1: He is. He is. He didn't for for some of the movies he didn't have a lot necessarily to work with, but Mm -hmm. he uh, he more than made up for it with just you know his, his. abilities and charisma and everything
0: exactly it's like, it'll be sad to not see Henry Cavill be Superman anymore but I guess it's not our decision it's Hollywood's so right
1: and apparently there is another Superman reboot in the works
0: of course there is so we're gonna get another origin story Of
1: yeah but here's the thing it is being written by James Gunn okay so it's very conflicting
0: So they are trying to turn DC into the new Marvel when DC has always been more dark in the first place, which is why I always thought that the DC movies were okay on their own. Like, I didn't think they had anything wrong with them,
2: Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm.
0: but now they're just they're just trying to fix things to make more money and maybe they should just leave well enough alone but they're not going to because they want the money
1: yeah and they want to be the new marvel again exactly (sighs) so uh but here is the bright side Uh uh-huh with henry cavill out as uh out out from the the witcher series Mm -hmm. because he thought he was going to be superman and now also out as superman that leaves him time to both star in and executive produce uh warhammer 40k film and tv franchise okay all right so i don't know if you know this or not but henry cavill is a humongous nerd
0: oh he sure is
1: (laughs) (laughs) so uh basically he does a lot of gaming on his computer everything like that Mm -hmm. he plays a lot of warhammer 40k he does i mean he basically he said that uh the reason that he took the witcher series is because he loved the game series and he wanted to see a faithful adaptation so he was trying his best to have a faithful adaptation but then when the writers were you know kind of poo-pooing on the all of the lore and everything that the games had made that's when he kind of uh basically said okay i'm done
0: mm-hmm. it's too bad Hollywood is meddling making the actors not want to do things. Sad. Right. right. It's really sad, but it is what it is. Yeah.
1: And so this stuff uh, for Warhammer 40K apparently is going to be going to Amazon Studios. Okay. So they're going to be doing their thing, whether that goes to Prime Video or if it goes out to um, movie movie theaters. There we go. Mm Mm-hmm. Forgot the word there for a second. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) We'll we'll see how it all goes, but I mean this. There is a a lot of lore for Warhammer 40K. To, yeah, I uh, mean,
0: there's games. There's there's a whole bunch of stuff that that they could do things on.
1: Well, I mean, there's a whole you know tabletop game too. Yep. That you know every every side or faction has its its own you know what like 100 page 200 page book about. How each specific type of unit moves and fights and does all of this stuff mm-hmm. and then uh, you know just kind of like the the over encompassing rules about why this stuff is happening, kind of the backstory about all this other stuff, and uh, like you said, the games for all of this, and the some shorts that they did as well mm-hmm. it's got right. a lot of stuff behind it right well good
0: Ho- hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully Henry Cavill will be with this franchise for a long time, so he can really sink his teeth into some of the lore and really get it going.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and he's he's got uh, he's got cred for it. So oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Just like uh, Norman Reedus has has some uh, some acting cred here as well.
0: Oh sure, he's which we thinks. have uh,
1: we've now heard that Norman Reedus is actually going to be joining ballerina which is that john wick spinoff that we've talked about Mm -hmm. a lot
0: oh he really hasn't done a movie in a while he's been on walking dead for you know the past 11 years so
1: (laughs) right right (laughs) we'll see see, uh, how it all goes yeah i'm expecting good things
0: i am too i i always have enjoyed norman Reedus. yeah
1: so i mean he did uh he did the walking dead But then he also did a lot of stuff, or he did uh, Death Stranding, the video game.
0: He sure did, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just kind of looking at uh, his IMDb, and there's a lot of, uh, I mean, there's a lot of, like, little one-off things here and there, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, like, one episode of Robot Chicken, one episode of Voltron, Legendary Defender, one episode of American Dad, you know, but then, you know, there's The Walking Dead, 174 episodes. Jeez. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and he was never supposed to last past the first season. Mm-hmm. And look, and they're doing a spinoff on his character, and everything. Is, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it uh, it'll be it'll be interesting here to see how it all goes. And apparently, they might be making a like I was saying they made the he made the Death Stranding video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like they're in the process of making a Death Stranding uh, movie. I believe I heard.
0: Yeah, or, I was going to actually bring that up, and I, I know a lot of fans want Norman Reedus to come back as his, as his character.
1: We'll we'll see how it all goes.
0: Definitely, should be a good time.
1: I mean, you could say it's a uh, scream. Ah.
0: <laughs> I volunteer as tribute
1: oh dang so uh speaking of scream and hunger games Mm josh hutcherson josh hutcherson and matthew lillard have apparently both joined into another movie together Uh. and that movie is going to be five nights at freddy's based off of another video game
0: well i've never played five nights at freddy's um but anything with matthew lillard i am in
1: I'll give you two guesses as to whether or not I've played Five Nights at Freddy's.
0: Uh that's a big no.
1: <laughs> you are correct, sir. <laughs> uh but yeah, so basically Five Nights at Freddy's is a is a horror game uh mm-hmm. that has basically expanded into this whole kind of universe of games, honestly, mm-hmm. uh that has a a ton of its own backstory, and you know how this stuff ended up happening. So it's gonna be interesting to see how they turn that into a movie. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you can have fun with this one, Travis. Um,
0: oh, I will. I like i've I've never played the game, so I don't know like what to expect. but like with like I said, with Matthew Lillard, I am on board, and I like Josh Hutcherson. I think he's a good actor, so i'm game let's do it
1: here let's uh, let's just go ahead and say this five nights at freddy's follows a troubled security guard as he begins working at a freddy fazbear's pizza not to be confused with a charles entertainment cheeses place of uh, employment
0: <laughs> okay all right well
1: while spending his first night on the job he realizes the night shift at freddy's won't be so easy to make it through basically it's a pizzeria with animatronic animals playing instruments and at night, the animatronics don't turn off.
0: Huh, that sounds creepy, but I like it.
1: Like I said, there's a lot of backstory, and I don't really want to give anything away because I don't want to really say anything for the movie. But mm-hmm. who knows if it's going to be in the movie or not. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Okay. Well, but, I will uh, have to watch it and find out then.
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, so maybe, maybe see if you can uh, spy some other synopsis as well
0: oh that sounds good I'll do that oh segue I say what you did there
1: <laughs> thank you <laughs> uh, our next movie news that we have here is actually about a uh, an anime called Spy X Family or Spy Times Family or something however you want to pronounce it but basically I've always mm-hmm. heard it as Spy X Family uh, that has been making the rounds a lot around okay. the internet uh, apparently it's going to be getting a new season but that's not the reason that we're talking about it a movie is officially in the works for 2023
2: Hmm.
0: interest okay i've never heard of this anime so this is new to me
1: yeah um this this one has taken kind of the uh anime community by storm i guess okay as a Mm -hmm. as a very good show so we'll we'll see how it all goes cool
0: all right actually i will have to check that out
1: let me let me see if i can uh read this here quick. World peace is at stake, and secret agent Twilight must undergo his most difficult mission yet. Pretend to be a family man. Posing as a I- loving husband and father, he'll infiltrate, and infiltrate an elite school to get close to a high-profile politician. He has the perfect cover, except his wife's a deadly assassin, and neither knows each other's identity. But someone does, his adopted daughter, who's a telepath.
0: That sounds interesting.
1: Yeah, just a, just a little bit. And it's got cute dog in it, too. Of course. <laughs>
0: I'm a sucker for a cute doggo.
1: Well, there you go. You should go watch it.
0: <laughs> Definitely. All right. Sounds good to me.
1: You know what you won't be able to watch, though? What's that? A Redwall movie. Aw. Yeah. So I think uh, we've we've talked about this before. Uh, basically, I think back when it was announced where the the Redwall series, uh, series of books, uh... At least the first one was being turned into a movie over at Netflix. Mm -hmm. And the creator of Over the the Garden Wall, Patrick McHale, would be basically helming the project. Okay. Uh, But as of now, uh, McHale apparently is not on the Red Wall project anymore. Hmm. Which uh, he says basically that he wrote a script. He had a lot of like art done with different artists for, you know, kind of showing what it could look like or what he wants you know kind of the feel of it to be and and then a lot of changes happened over at netflix and there's a lot of uncertainty that's of what's going on with it and currently he's not doing anything with it hmm
0: i don't remember i don't remember us talking about this at all like the name doesn't sound familiar
1: how rude
0: i'm sorry i don't remember it (laughs) okay are are you sure that we talked about this because I don't remember it.
1: Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, mainly because uh, I remember talking about how this is the Redwall book series is actually a very kind of I wouldn't say sentimental, but uh, a series of books that I truly enjoy because they were you know some of the most influential books to me that I can remember okay. from you know late elementary school, middle school, that kind of stuff. Mm, uh, okay. I mean, even going into high school when uh, the writer, Brian Jacques, was still writing them.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: But I remember seeing that uh, Netflix had picked up everything for Redwall and we had kind of talked about it, but you had never heard of it. So uh, we didn't talk too much about it. But okay. if, you do, yeah. if anybody does remember us talking about it, there's an update for you. That's why we haven't heard anything for a long while about it. It's kind of just in limbo at the moment.
0: Oh. Well, John is just sad, cause I'm sure you would love to have seen an adaptation of
1: this. I, 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 I truly am, and I know that there, there are some, there is another Redwall adaptation, um, uh, like a, a movie that came out in like 2000. Okay. But uh, I don't know. It's doesn't doesn't feel the same.
0: Hmm. Okay. It doesn't have the same whimsy as the book, as the book does.
1: I honestly, I couldn't tell you. It just, from, from what I've seen, it doesn't feel right. Gotcha. Okay. But, uh, I mean, I'm just kind of glad that there's a uh, nobody in the book named Barbara. <laughs> uh,
0: nice segue, man. <laughs> hey, thank you. You're welcome.
1: And that way nobody would be coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> Uh, Which is about the only thing that I know about Night of the Living Dead. Uh, Except for they have... uh, Night of the Living Dead is slow zombies, right? Yes. Yes, okay. Uh, So, apparently, there is a Night of the Living Dead sequel in the works, and MGM has acquired the rights to it.
0: So, a little confession. I've never seen the Night of the Living Dead. Um, I I want to see it, I just haven't had the chance to do so yet um i'm gonna have to watch it to see the sequel though
1: right right and then uh so this one is basically uh being produced i guess by a lot of different companies you know village roadshow vertigo entertainment Mm -hmm. westbrook origin story and then also uh sanibel films which is george a romero's kind of production company okay uh I guess I should say the late George A Romero's production company, Right. So, uh that it, it still is in the original hands, I guess kind of you could think of it that way. Mhm. Uh but yeah, MGM is in final sorry, is in final negotiations to acquire worldwide rights to it.
0: Cool. Okay.
1: Well, good to hear. Yes. 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 <laughs> but uh that that is kind of the end of our movie news. What do you say we uh, swing into some movie trailers that released this week?
0: <laughs> yeah, let's do it, man.
1: <laughs> the first one that we have, coincidentally enough, swinging into it is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse trailer that we had drop. This to be good. I am, I am excited for this one. I'm not gonna lie.
0: It, it it's gonna it's gonna hit you in the feels. I feel like. Um, just like the first one did. I mean, it, it, it's going to be good. Um, there's just going to be a, I, there's, well, there's this movie. Plus there's another movie next, like the next year after that. So yes,
1: we'll have to, we'll have to see how it all goes, but, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, man. I can't, I can't wait. <laughs> it's too far, far away. June 2nd, June 2023. Yeah,
0: It's going to be a long time, but yeah. We can so, be patient.
1: So basically, M- Miles Morales and Gwen Stacy are going to be fighting against a lot of other spider people. Yep. Is what it seems like, including Spider-Man 2099, I believe.
0: Yeah, I believe he's the main bad guy in the whole thing is 2099.
1: No, he's he, according to him, he's the good guy.
0: Well yeah, well, well, yeah, of course, according to him, he's the good guy. But
1: <laughs> uh, but we are getting a little bit older of a Miles Morales, a little bit older of a Stacey, uh, Gwen Stacy, yeah. uh, Spider Gwen. Yep. And Peter B. Parker has a kid? Yeah. And it's going to be very Which... interesting to see. Well,
0: I mean, it makes sense since, uh, since Peter Parker and uh, uh, Mary Jane kind of made up. At mm-hmm. the end of the of the first movie, so I mean, spoilers. It's been a few years. If they haven't seen it yet,
1: <laughs> <laughs> which, if you haven't seen it yet, please go watch it.
0: Yeah, go watch it be, before this one comes out because you will you will, you are doing yourself a disservice by not watching it.
1: I was watching I was watching something and you know they're they're like they're talking about Spider Man into into the Spider Verse and they were like you know it, it was very. Jarring to mm-hmm. kind of go from uh, you know miles just barely starting out to immediately going into um, one second here. Green Fight, go. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, just going going from not from just starting out to like final boss battle. Right. Which is where we meet you know that universe's Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Uh, was was very jarring, but then also kind of like, oh, well, this story was already being told. Now we're having this other story, and this is kind of connected, but it's also its own thing. So it kind of helped to ease into it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, because it made like,
0: the transition easier.
1: Yep, yep. For those yeah. for those of us that don't read a, a lot of comics, uh, but just watch a lot of movies, to be able to, I guess be Like, okay, yep, nope. This is this is now, you know, this is now a Spider Man, this is the Spider Man of this universe, right? Even though there were still a lot of people being like, Well, Peter Parker's on my only Spider Man, blah blah blah, which is you know, whatever. So, <laughs> uh, whatever, people. <laughs> uh, so great trailer for Across the Spider Verse, June, tw- yes. June 2nd, 2023. The next trailer that we have is for 65, which is the new Adam Driver movie from the writers of A Quiet Place and producer Sam Raimi.
0: I am so excited for a dinosaur movie that isn't Jurassic Park. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't know how many people I know that have seen this trailer that said that exact same <laughs> thing
0: it looks so good and it is it, it, just oh like where's chris pratt oh there's no chris pratt that's right because there is none because it's not jurassic park this is amazing let's go <laughs>
1: <laughs> so basically uh 65 is actually a like travis said a dinosaur movie mm-hmm. uh set 65 million years in the past where a spaceship crashes on earth and It, uh, is carrying, uh, what do they call them?
0: Uh, they were carrying, well, I know there's passengers on there, but, um, it was like cargo or something like that.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like they were, they were in like a cryo sleep almost. Right. But then he go, he finds one survivor and it's this little child. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, he basically has to save, save her from the dinosaurs. Right and survive it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting
0: so it looks like it's right before the asteroids hit so then right so right before the like extinction of the dinosaurs so is what it seems here's, like in my opinion
1: here's here's uh here's somebody's suggestion okay the spacecraft was the asteroid oh
0: my i like it Mind blown. <sighs> That just made the hair on my arm stand up. I got goosebumps. <laughs> that was awesome. All right. <laughs> so,
1: uh, 65 looks pretty good. Check it out. If you it if you does. like dinosaur movies, mm-hmm. check it out. Definitely. Uh, which brings us to our next trailer, kind of doing some whiplash, kind of like what this trailer did to me, going to the whale. <laughs> now, this trailer, this, this movie is the one with Brendan Fraser that he's yep. been getting a... A ton of critical acclaim for, mm-hmm. and watching the trailer just just from the trailer, I can see why. Uh, it's going to be an emotional
0: roller coaster.
1: Oh, if you if you watch this, you're you're probably going to be a wreck for a day or two or a week, depending yeah. on you know, depending on you.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: You know how how closely something like this hits home to you, or you know just how emotionally connected you can get to a movie uh mm-hmm. it it it'll 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 take you out for a little bit
0: mm-hmm and it's from darren Ar- aronofsky i mean he's he's he he's known for his movies that will hit you right in the gut mm-hmm. emotionally and uh i i mean brendan fraser's uh, brendan Fraser is an amazing actor he doesn't get enough credit and i'm absolutely. glad he's finally getting some with this one
1: absolutely absolutely uh, He's
0: not shooting mummies, unfortunately, but I'll take it. Even um, though he
1: is still up for that.
0: Yes. Oh, I hope that comes true for him. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I really want to see this. Um, it, it's going to be hard to watch, but I think I think it'll be well worth it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, just be, basically, like I said, either be prepared to uh, watch it you know at night just so you can have the entire night to recover or you know watch it right away in the morning and just have nothing planned for the rest of the day
0: exactly
1: uh but yeah definitely feel like this will be something to see and i would suggest watching the the trailer that was released what was it on the 14th yeah yep december 14th uh yeah yeah <laughs> i think that's that's all i that's all i want to say about it because i don't really want to get into the trailer itself because i i feel like you just need to experience the trailer Mm-hmm. Right?
0: exactly i i will agree with that one 100 percent
1: ah okay um <laughs> i mean even just kind of i'm i'm at a loss for words right now on how to how to transition to this next one You sound like you want to scream over there. Uh, A little bit, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But we do have a new trailer for Scream 6, which is uh, Scream, but in New York City.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I saw something online the other day when this trailer dropped that somebody is calling it Scream 6. uh, Ghostface takes Manhattan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. (laughs) oh it's great it's great so did you notice in in the trailer that there are many like different horror horrorish cameos in there i kind of figured that there was i didn't really look too much so i know for sure there's jason did i see the, so, the
1: clown from terrifier in there
0: uh he might i i might have seen him i wasn't too sure um i know chucky chucky was in there yep at some I I I didn't see him for sure but that's what I've heard and I saw a screenshot um it it could be taken either as or not I'm not entirely sure but and also the girl from Ready or Not since it's from the same director
1: okay okay um let's see here well I see I'm kind of looking at the trailer here right now too and just in the subway scene there's David Bowie um What's the character where he has like a. His face mask is like a skull. It's like a skull. Um. Oh, why can I not? It, it looks so familiar, but I can't place it. Like a. Sc- ah. I'll keep on going. Okay. Oh, there's Pinhead. I see Pinhead. Yeah. There's Jason. Okay. Cream. Ghost face. There's Jason again. Okay. I didn't see Chucky, but that okay. doesn't mean anything. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but yes, this one from what everybody is saying is like fantastic because they don't really give anything away, but it also kind of gives you the, uh, the feel of what I, they think the movie is going for.
0: Yes. I am. I'm excited for this franchise to go someplace different than just being in California. Like they're going to New York. That's amazing. It's a whole new area for horror and yeah, that's a, that's amazing.
1: <laughs> Ghostface, you know kills someone and all of a sudden Fred Armisen pops up. Ew, are you what are you doing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> or Ghostface kills somebody and, and then he the mask comes off. Live from New York it's Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that would be terrible. <laughs> but I might have to see it then. <laughs>
0: if uh. if you go see Scream, I would be I would be shocked.
1: Right, and then this is I don't know why uh, Jenna Ortega for some reason at one in one shot of the trailer just looked like the spitting image of Aubrey Plaza.
0: She does. I mean, she does. Regardless, I was thinking that the whole time I was watching Wednesday. Yeah, I was like, she looks a lot like Ob- Ob- like Aubrey Plaza.
1: Yeah, I can, I can see it. I can see it.
0: Except for, except for less snarky. But, but, but she is pretty snarky in Wednesday. So, yeah, and she's also pretty snarky in Scream in Scream Five. So, huh,
1: yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Uh, I want to move ch- some stuff here quick
0: that Jenna Ortega, she's so hot right now.
1: I feel like That's I'm right. taking crazy pills.
0: That's right. I went for a Zoolander reference. Mm-hmm.
1: The files are in the computer. <laughs> Going from the iconic ghost face to the iconic A-bomb? Hydrogen bomb? This movie's gonna be the bomb. Nuclear bomb? Uh, the next trailer that we have is for Oppenheimer.
0: Uh, this one... Uh, this trailer dropped last night.
1: Yeah. No, you're yeah, 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 Uh Last night as of recording. mm mm-hmm. Which, like, okay. Did you, I mean, obviously you could recognize him, but Killian yeah. Murphy.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: I almost didn't.
0: I mean, it, it, like, what about it that you didn't recognize? Was it just because of his hair or...
1: You know that might have had something to do with it, but it—it mm-hmm. it was almost just like he seemed a lot older,
0: and I—and also too, he didn't seem like he was as rail thin as he usually is. Mm-hmm. Like he—he's mm-hmm. he, kind of filled out a little bit more.
1: Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, I honestly don't know what to say too much about this trailer, but. It, I mean, it's a Christopher Nolan movie. It's going to be a, a little bit of a think piece as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to look amazing, like even just from the images from the trailer. But we get to see kind of, you know, how they are like, we get to see them putting together the first, you know, kind of test bomb, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. And what is happening during the explosion and stuff like that.
0: Right. And, like, they they show, like, a lot of atoms in, in the trailer as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Which, and then, like, they kind of have the scenes of where you can kind of see the the atom bomb exploding. And you can kind of see, like, the, the like, inner explosion and all this. It, it's going to be quite, quite the movie.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I figured it out uh Mm -hmm. it's just kind of the the way that he's holding himself and the way that he has his facial expression
0: oh sure it seems
1: a little bit more wide-eyed than i'm used to seeing killing murphy Mm -hmm. like i'm i'm used to seeing him more kind of like a not necessarily like half asleep but not like eyes wide open kind of facial expression as a resting facial expression
0: yeah he is always kind of like he's like half asleep and in this one, he looks like he's wide awake.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Which is a coincidence because he played Scarecrow. But. <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: right. Um, but, uh, hey, fun fact this isn't the first mm-hmm. scientist that he's playing, or that he's played.
0: Oh, who's the other scientist?
1: He played a scientist in Sunshine.
0: I, 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 I need to rewatch that movie because I didn't like it the first time I saw it
1: yeah I know I know uh, have have you seen it, it more than once or was it just the one time i I saw it the one
0: time and I haven't revisited revisited it since
1: I think you'll like it more now that you know kind of what happens with it, okay that's my guess. I could be wrong okay, okay. I could be wrong, but uh no I, just, I' don't know what made me think of that, but it just was there uh so <laughs> Oppenheimer. July 21st of 2023. It's gonna be a blast. I'm probably gonna be there. That was horrible, but I'm probably gonna be there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was so good. (laughs) I'm so excited, yeah.
1: (laughs) We'll see how it goes. Kind of like we'll see how the movie goes with this next trailer that we had drop. (laughs) And that was the Barbie trailer, teaser trailer.
0: So I am so happy that they are deciding to go the route of not taking themselves seriously.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so this okay, this trailer is a complete parody. <laughs> yeah, it is. Of 2001. <laughs> mhm. With sure the is. the Monolith and the Monkeys, but this time it is instead of a monolith, it is Barbie. And mm-hmm. instead of monkeys, it is little girls playing with baby dolls. Yep. Because for millions of years, ever since the first doll, little girls have always played with baby dolls. <laughs> and then, and then it's just Margot Robbie's Barbie. Mm-hmm. And then you know, there's one of the one of the kids is just like smashing a baby doll with another baby doll yep <laughs> and then they throw one up in the air just like they did with the bone in 2001 yep but uh yeah it uh <laughs> and then we got
0: to see ken Yep. and like they kind of showed a little bits of the movie and you you got to see ken and he looks it is fantastic. very much
1: a pink barbie paradise
0: oh very much so <laughs> it's going to be ridiculous but I think this' going going to be a fun time
1: absolutely it is it is going to be amazing and hilarious and I can't wait
0: oh that is a lot of pink it is a lot of pink it very much so
1: <laughs> but you know what I just realized what's watching that? this watching the teaser again as we're talking about it mm-hmm the release date for Barbie the movie mm-hmm is July twenty first, twenty twenty three. So I have to choose between
0: Barbie and Oppenheimer.
1: So you either you either go see a bombshell, or you go see a bomb movie.
0: <laughs> I think that might have to, it might have to be a double feature.
1: Ooh, honestly, with the the uh, theme of Oppenheimer, you might want to make that the first one.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Like I would watch Oppenheimer first to kind of get the feel of it, and then to kind of lighten the mood, you need Barbie.
1: Right, right. Just like back in the day when they uh, did a double feature of Studio Ghibli, where they had Grave of the Fireflies followed by My Neighbor Totoro.
0: Yep. <laughs> I've never seen those. I will take your word for it. But all right.
1: <laughs> you want to know what the uh, what Grave of the Fireflies is about? What's that? me just uh, pull this up here okay well it is a 1988 japanese animated war tragedy film based on a 1967 story set in the city of kobe japan it tells the story of two siblings saita and sitsuko and their struggle to survive during the final months of the second world war that oh, doesn't sound
0: like a kids movie
1: <laughs> uh see here in kobe the spirits of young war orphans saita and satsuko reunite and board a ghostly train as they recount how they survived the bombing of kobe in world war ii in june 1945 a group of american boeing b-29 Superfortress bombers destroy most of kobe though saita and satsuko survive the bombing their mother is severely injured and later dies saita conceals their mother's death from satsuko in an attempt to keep her happy which she later learns of despite saita's efforts Saita and Satsuko move in with a distant aunt and Saita retrieves supplies he buried before the bombing and gives everything to his aunt, save for a tin of uh, sakuma drops. The aunt convinces Saita to sell his mother's silk kimono for rice as rations shrink and the number of refugees in the house grows. Saita uses some of his mother's money in the bank to buy supplies, but eventually the aunt becomes resentful of the children, deeming them unworthy of earning her food. Saita and Satsuko leave their aunt's home after excessive insults and they move into an abandoned bomb shelter. They release fireflies into the shelter for light. The next day, Satsuko is horrified to find that the insects have died. She buries them in a grave, asking why they and her mother had to die. As they run out of rice, Saita steals from farmers and loots homes during air raids, for which he is beaten and sent to the police. The officer realizes Saita is stealing due to hunger and re- releases him. When Susuko falls ill, a doctor explains that she is suffering from malnutrition, despite Saita despite desperate Saito withdraws the last of the money in their mother's bank account after doing so he becomes distraught when he learns that Japan has surrendered and that his father an imperial Japanese navy captain is most likely dead as most of Japan's navy has been sunk Saito returns to Setsuko with food but finds her dying she later dies as Saito finishes preparing the food Saito cremates Setsuko's body and her stuffed doll in a straw casket he carries her ashes in the candy tin along with his father's photograph that sem- september Saita dies of starvation at a sonomiya train station surrounded by other malnourished people as shown in media res uh, a janitor is tasked with removing the bodies before the arrival of the americans the janitor sorts through Saita's possessions and finds the candy tin which he throws in a- into a field Setsuko's ashes are spread out and her spirit springs from the tin and is joined by sight spirit in a cloud of fireflies they board a ghostly train and throughout the journey look back at the events leading to Saita's death. Their spirits later arrive at their destination happy and healthy and happy. Surrounded by fireflies, they rest on a hilltop bench overlooking present day Kobe.
0: Well that just sounds like a happy little movie.
1: Yeah, it's not known it's it's not known as being the uh picker upper kind of movie. Yeah. (laughs) But they made that one and then they they showed that one and then they showed my neighbor Totoro which is just okay. a very whimsical kind of movie. I've never seen that one. With a uh you've probably seen images of Totoro?
0: I've seen images, right.
1: Yeah. Uh who is a forest spirit uh okay. who protects, you know, the who protects the family basically. Okay. But uh yeah, that one was just kind of a palate cleanser after Grave of the Fireflies.
0: <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> Kind of sounds like you needed that one after that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's definitely something. Sounds like it, jeez. But uh, that's actually the last of our trailers for the day, for the week, for the month. No, not not yet. Wait. Not yet the month. So be sure to visit us at Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash movies. I think we're also on Twitter and Instagram at movies. I think no space, just slash anything like that at movies are a thing. Come on by and say hi, which leads us into our movies that are premiering this week. There's a few of them.
0: To say the least.
1: (laughs) So first and foremost, uh, Wednesday, December twenty-first, we have Puss in Boots: The Last Wish, which which is rated PG and will be coming to theaters. For the first time in more than a decade, DreamWorks Animation presents a new adventure in the Shrek universe, as a daring outlaw Puss in Boots discovers that his passion for peril and disregard for safety have taken their toll. Puss is burned through eight of his nine lives, though he lost count along the way. Puss in Boots will go on his grandest quest yet, as he embarks on an epic journey into the Black Forest to find the mythical Wishing Star and restore his lost lives. But with only one life left, Puss will have to humble himself and ask for help from his former partner and nemesis, the captivating Kitty Softpaws. In their quest, Puss and Kitty uh, will be aided against their better judgment by a ratty, chatty, relentlessly cheerful mutt, Perro. Together, our trio of heroes will have to stay one step ahead of Goldilocks and the Three Bears, Crime Family, Big Jack Horner, and terrifying bounty hunter, the Big Bad Wolf. IMDb has this one at a six point or seven point six out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a ninety-eight percent, and Metacritic is sitting at a seventy-four.
0: I would be all for this, but that animation, I, <laughs> th- 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 I think that's what is going to deter me from watching this.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can, it, I can see that. I think I might be with it, you too.
0: Yeah, it's that animation, man. Like, ugh.
1: It, it just feels like it'd be. A little, a little too much. Yeah,
0: like it'd be like a half-hour episode. Sure, I could probably ha- I could probably handle that. But like a full hour and a half, hour 40, 50, whatever it is, I just yeah no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, hour and forty minutes. Okay, so I don't know. Well, we'll have to see how Pooh's in Boots in Boots does. Yes. <laughs>
0: I am excited that a part of the Shrek franchise is kind of coming
1: back right no absolutely that's it's it's great great to see Mm -hmm. especially with Antonio Banderas as in boots yes (laughs) I I have to say it that way every time it's like of course it's it's you need to oh and uh, Goldilocks is played by Florence Pugh just as a heads up Ah, okay. And Jack Horner is played by John Mullaney. Love it. Okay. Mama Bear is played by Olivia Coleman. What? <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. And then,
1: uh Pop Bear is played by Ray Winstone. Okay. Who was Beowulf in Beowulf. Yeah. Oh, and he was Drakov in Black Widow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh that's him, isn't it? Okay. So Two people from Black Widow,
2: woo, woo,
1: and uh, yeah. So we'll see how that all goes. I mean, so, it looks like it. It looks like it's gonna be a fun family movie to go see, especially if you like, you know, just the other Puss in Boots movies. Sorry, exactly, the other Puss right. in Boots movies.
0: Mm-hmm. Of course.
1: <laughs> but like you said, it's just the animation style is it it seems like it's almost like the the bad guys mm-hmm. but more choppy
0: yeah i i agree with that
1: right cuz like the bad guys is like okay this is kind of weird but whatever mm-hmm. but with with booze in boots uh the last wish it just seems like oh making little biscuits <laughs> sorry <Yeah. laughs> i had the 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 trailer is playing on my monitor right now uh, gotcha <laughs> on one of the one of the pages that I have open for the movie, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, uh, Kitty Softpaws was making little biscuits. <laughs> uh, but yes. So, honestly, this might be something to go see with the family if you want to well, go definitely. see a movie this uh, mm-hmm. this week here.
0: It's a good weekend for it.
1: It is very much is.
0: A little sidebar: I'm really surprised that they haven't made like a side movie project of just donkey.
1: I feel like donkey is one of those side characters that is great as a side character, but, but not, would not to give be it its the, own movie. Yeah. would not be the best idea for its own movie. Uh, the other example that I like to give for that would be mm-hmm. uh, minions. Ah, uh, Sure. Like not, I don't, I don't think they needed their own movies yeah. But they are great as, you know, kind of side characters, co- uh, comedic reliefs.
0: Mhm. Like that first Minions movie, I didn't think was all that great, but that second one when they added uh Baby grew I mean, it made it 10 times better.
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Speaking of second uh, movies, yes. Our second movie that we're going to talk about this week is also the second movie of the of the franchise. Is also the second time that we're talking about it. Look at that.
2: And that is actually going to be
1: uh, Top Gun Maverick, which we've talked about before. But this Thursday, December 22nd, it will be coming out on Paramount+. So I'm not going to be going into any of the other stuff that we've already talked about for it. I will just say that as of right now, it is sitting at an 8.4 out of 10 on Rotten Tomatoes, 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 78 on Metacritic.
0: If you guys have Paramount+, Plus, go watch it. It is fantastic. I highly recommend it
1: there you go there you go uh moving on to movies that are releasing this friday december 23rd uh we have first and foremost babylon which is rated r and will be coming to theaters a tale of outsized ambition and outrageous excess babylon traces the rise and fall of multiple characters during an era of unbridled decadence and depravity in early hollywood uh imdb does not have a score for this one uh, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 63%, and Metacritic is sitting at a 64 Now, we also had a couple of trailers for this one that also dropped this week.
0: We did, yeah.
1: We had a naughty and a nice trailer. <laughs> which, I think both of them are kind of naughty. You yeah, know,
0: pretty much.
1: Basically, both of those trailers are on the naughty list for Christmas.
0: <laughs> uh, but I think one is worse than the other one.
1: Yes yeah absolutely uh it seems like it's going to be just a lot of movie
0: it's going to be a lot of movie um <laughs> I'm happy to finally kind of get a little bit of a synopsis since we even with those new trailers we really didn't get a whole lot of what it's about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but I'm glad that this synopsis kind of gives a little bit of what it is um it looks good. I, I really want to see this. It it looks like the most non-Quentin Tarantino, but also looks like a Quentin Tarantino movie.
1: Do you want to know the runtime?
0: I'm scared. What is it?
1: Three hours and eight minutes. Really? Yes.
0: That's a doozy. Whew. Okay. All right. That is that's Quentin Tarantino length. <laughs>
1: that's james cameron length
0: that's james cameron length that's uh the 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 russo brothers length that's (laughs) right right uh wow okay three hours sixteenths. that wow that's a long one i like it though all right uh
1: yes so we'll have to we'll have to see how that all goes right yes I don't know if I'm going to be able to go see any movies this weekend. I'm not going to lie.
0: I'm going to be kind of busy. As I would expect so, since it is a big weekend.
1: It is. (laughs) Very much so. Uh, I mean, there might be some time that I want to dance with somebody. Uh, So, our next Ah. movie is Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody. This one is rated PG-13 and will be coming to theaters. Discovered by record executive Clive Davis, Whitney Houston rises to fame in the 80s and becomes one of the greatest singers of her generation. IMDb, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and Metacritic do not have a score for this one. Hmm. I think
0: this one looks good, too.
1: This one looks very good. It is a biopic. Uh, It has Naomi Aki as Whitney Houston. Mm Mm-hmm holy cow, does she look like Whitney Houston in the movie? She does. She does. Very much so. And then, uh, I mean, I know we talked about this before, that they had uh, just the Whitney Houston tracks as the actual tracks instead of uh, Naomi singing. Mm Mm-hmm. But still, like, it looks like it's going to be heartbreaking.
0: Oh, definitely.
1: It looks like it's going to be heartwarming. Mm Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's going to be just a a pretty darn good movie in general if you like biopics and uh if you like Whitney Houston
0: oh for sure it just seems like like usually biopics usually do very well on the holidays so Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. i feel like this one will do very
1: well absolutely absolutely uh but going just uh from a from a biopic to a period piece our next one is corsage this one is not rated but will be coming to theaters Empress Elizabeth of Austria is idolized for her beauty and renowned for her inspiring fashion trends, but in 1877, Sissy celebrates her 40th birthday and must fight to maintain her public image by lacing her corset tighter and tighter. While Elizabeth's role has been reduced against her wishes to purely performative, her hunger for knowledge and zest for life makes her more and more restless in Vienna. She travels to England and Bavaria, visiting former lovers and old friends seeking the excitement and purpose of her youth. With a future of strictly ceremonial duties laid out for in front of her, Elizabeth rebel, rebels against the hyperbolized image of herself and comes up with a plan to protect her legacy. Uh, IMDB has this one at a 6.8 out of 10, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at an 87% certified fresh, and Metacritic is sitting at an 80.
0: This is what I would consider a $5 Tuesday, it's like, like a old senior citizen sort of situation, to where <laughs> they'll go so, in. and
1: <laughs> just to give you a heads up, this one is uh-huh. going to be subtitled probably in the movie theater that you go to see it in, if you okay. if you are able to find it in the theaters, because it is in German.
0: Interesting.
1: But it's saying that it's uh, coming to theaters, so hmm. it's in the show.
0: And though, and those scores are pretty high.
1: Yeah, they they really are. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Okay. I
1: honestly was not expecting those scores.
0: Yeah, me neither. Um, probably not something that I'll catch, but uh, hey, good for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, the other movie that we have coming out on Friday, December 23rd is Glass Onion, a Knives Out Mystery, which is rated PG-13 and will be coming to Netflix. As we have already talked about this one before, again, we'll kind of leave that there. But this one is coming to Netflix now, rather than just a limited uh, theatrical release for a week. But uh, IMDb right. for this one currently is sitting at an 8.0 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is, sit- is sitting at a 93% certified fresh, and Metacritic is sitting at an 81 Metacritic Must See.
0: Okay, I I think I'm more excited for this one than I am for anything.
1: Right. Although, okay, so I'm actually I'm we might watch this one this weekend. I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. Okay. We'll have to see. Or another one that's coming up in just in just a second here. But <laughs> I know I did go to see this in the theater. Right. I didn't necessarily like it as much as the first one. Okay. But watching it when it comes to Netflix, I might. Again, it might be one of those things where I have to watch it again in order to uh, appreciate some of the other stuff that's going on with it.
0: Okay. Um, do I need to watch the first one again? No. For any capacity, okay. No, so I can just is, go into this, this is, one fresh.
1: This is basically like the. Uh, it's basically like its own compartmentalized story. Okay. So I mean, if you've watched the first one, you'll probably you'll know kind of more about Benoit Blanc mm-hmm. than others. But we'll have to. Add, mm, yes. <laughs> so I, don't, I just. I just don't want to give really anything away
0: no that's fine i I, I don't want to know a whole lot about it so what you're giving is fantastic i'll just have to go on to netflix this weekend and watch it
1: (laughs) perfect perfect although i i will say that um hugh grant's character or i guess a little bit of a cameo uh did surprise me a little bit oh cool okay so i'm kind of just reading out or reading some of this stuff too but honestly if you have netflix i do recommend watching this movie if you especially if you enjoyed knives out cool okay sounds good to me man but that brings us to the movies that are premiering on sunday december 25th uh the first one that we have is women talking which is rated pg-13 and will be in theaters do nothing stay and fight or leave in 2010 the women of an isolated religious community grapple with reconciling a brutal reality with their faith uh, IMDB has has this one at a 7.7 7 out of 10 Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 90% certified fresh and Metacritic is sitting in at an 80
0: so I'm confused okay. so I, he- I heard it in the trailer them saying 2010 but it does not look like 2010 <laughs> it looks like it's in like the
1: 1820s <laughs> so I mean I think that's kind of where they where they're going with the isolated religious community kind of feel for it. I suppose, yeah. Because, like, I mean, at one point in the trailer that I have kind of running back here, too, they have a a truck that comes flying through, too. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: But, uh, yeah, it very much feels like a community where, you know, they they don't have any electronics, they don't have any, you know, kind of modern amenities other than, you know, like glasses or something like that. But, you know, they... They go through, they make their own clothing, that kind of stuff too.
0: Oh, so they're like Amish almost. kind
1: of. And maybe I, I honestly don't know.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: But uh yeah, it looks like this one is coming to theaters and uh it's gotten some pretty good reviews. I mean
0: it's got Frances McDorm- or yeah, Frances mcdormand she's fantastic, and it has uh Rooney Mara. <sighs> yeah, Rooney Mara, she's also fantastic. So
1: Yeah, well let's we'll see
0: how it all goes give it a shot if you want to see it so
1: eh. <laughs> there you go there you go and then the last movie that i want to talk about today is actually going to be Dolls: matilda the musical which is going to be rated pg and will be coming to netflix an extraordinary girl with a sharp mind and a vivid imagination takes a daring stand to change her story with miraculous results IMDb is sitting at a 7.4 out of 10, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 90% certified fresh, and Metacritic is sitting at a 72.
0: So the original movie holds a special place in my heart, and I and I loved it as a kid. And when I heard that they were remaking it, I was like, how can they do that? I mean, the first one was perfect. But after watching the trailer before and also rewatching it for this now, it just, it makes me, I, I'm so excited to see this. I think this is going to be a fantastic retelling of the story.
1: Right. Right. And I mean, that's kind of uh, the thing too, is that, you know, this, this isn't necess- this isn't really a remake of the movie mm. that we've, that we got with, uh, you know, Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman right. um, from back in the day and Mara Wilson, sorry, forgot Matilda herself. My bad. Right. <laughs> uh, but you know, this is this is basically a a different telling of the original story. Yep. That they you know had made into a musical to put onto West End over over in Britain, and uh, mm-hmm. and then have now made into a uh, Netflix musical mm-hmm. using using that as the template rather than um, the movie that was made back in the '90s
0: definitely right
1: so i mean like you said i i was i was i think i was actually in the same exact camp as you travis where i was like ah they're they're remaking matilda what's going on with this but then yeah you know when when we looked into it for the for the show here you know it's kind of like oh no this this looks good this this looks really good
0: (laughs) and like especially emma thompson as uh uh black kennedy i can never trunchbull. remember her name trunchbull yes she looks fantastic
1: absolutely not even recognizable
0: yeah no <laughs> and then uh
1: lashana lynch as miss honey Mm-hmm. which i mean lashana lynch has been, has been like everywhere
0: she has she's made her rounds
1: because i mean she's been in captain marvel doctor strange in the multiverse of madness yeah you know a couple marvel movies no time to die right she was she was the new 007 in no time to die right Right. and now she's in you know matilda (laughs) uh
0: hopefully it's good it looks good at least so i guess we'll just have to see it and find out for ourselves but so far so good
1: absolutely absolutely uh but That actually is our last movie of the night, Travis? Yes, sir. We have a few. Do you have any sort of order of ones that you want to see, leaving out ones that you don't want to see?
0: Okay. So, number one, for sure, I want to see Glass Onion. Two would be Matilda. Okay. Three would be Babylon. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the rest of them, I could take it or leave it. Well, I guess it, if I really had to pick a fourth one, I would say I want to dance with somebody.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Because I've already seen Top Gun and I really have no interest in seeing Puss in Boots.
1: I'm sorry. Or I think you corsage mean boots. In
0: Boots. In Boots. Or Corsage or Women Talking. So, yeah, that's my order.
1: Okay, okay. Very nice, very nice.
2: <laughs>
1: I might see if I can see or watch uh, Top Gun. I might try to watch that, honestly, on Christmas Eve.
0: Do it. Because go I... Go to the danger zone.
1: Well, I think, I think my aunt is going to be down in the cities at that point in time. Okay. And she's basically the one person that I want to go watch it with.
0: Gotcha, okay.
1: So, we'll see... We'll see if we, can, uh, if we can make that happen. Do it. And since it's on Paramount+, Plus, we'll be able to watch it uh, anywhere that we have a smart TV. Even better. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Well, Travis, do you have anything else that you would like to say about any, any of the movies that are premiering this week or anything else that uh, we talked about today? Anything like that?
0: There were a lot of them this week, but no, I do not.
1: Alright, well then make sure you visit us <laughs> at Facebook, or facebook.com slash movies are thing. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at movies no spaces dashes, slash, anything like that, at movies are a thing. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash movies are thing. If you want to help support the podcast, we do have that over there. Other than that, Travis. Yes, sir. <laughs> 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 I do believe that it is about that time. Ho, ho, here it comes. Oh, cure cue the outro, ho, ho.
0: Thank you for listening to Movies Are A Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's not good. Do, do, do. Do 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 do, do 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 do. do do. do. Oh, it Okay. Apparently, I am uh, a little parched. You yeah. sounded
0: like it.
1: Yeah. 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 Mock. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. Bird. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mockingbird, everybody have, have you, have you heard? heard,
0: they're gonna buy you a diamond bird. and if that mockingbird don't sing, he's gonna buy you a diamond ring,
1: ring, ring, ring.
0: Shut up!
1: You want to hear the most annoying sound in the world?
2: <laughs>
0: Good old Dumb and Dumber.
1: Uh, yeah. Wrap oh, all up. You know what? What? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. We should just go into this. Uh let's see
2: here. Um. Yes. Yes.
0: Wait a second. What about Babylon?
1: I kind of want to hold off on it because we're talking about Babylon for the release for this week.
0: Oh, okay. That sounds good.
1: All right, I think I think we're good, right? <laughs> unless unless yeah. we want to talk about them.
0: No, I mean, well, yeah, let's just get into it, man.
1: All right, all right. Well, let's, <laughs> let's go ahead and do that. <laughs> Hold on, one second. I totally am missing that here, which is rated this fall. Everyone's favorite leche loving this fall. Uh.
0: Well, I, I believe it was supposed to come out in the fall but then they pushed it to around now.
1: Okay. So here we go. I'm actually gonna do this other one first.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh
0: we're too funny, I swear to God. <laughs> uh
1: but uh yeah, I guess I should probably uh think about getting going here.
0: Yeah, go. Enjoy it. We are finally done before 11.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I may have been trying to cruise on through a little bit. Not going to lie.
0: I could kind of tell a little bit, but that's okay.
1: Oh, I didn't I didn't get sidetracked as much, which no, is a you first. did not. <laughs> which is you a are first. on it today. You were on it. <laughs> oh,
0: nice. All right, man. All right. You have yourself a good one. I will try. Merry
1: Christmas. Merry Christmas. And uh, we'll see you uh, next week.
0: Sounds good. All right. Goodbye now. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
2: Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.